2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 173 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane-a-ling-a-ding-dong. Oh, yeah. Have I ever hi. done that before? No, you've never done Shane-a-ling-a-ding-dong. Really? So so after 173 episodes, 73. I came up- Yeah, 173. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Plus 47 video episodes. We just put out 46, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh-huh. I've never said Shane-a-ling-a-ding-dong. Yeah. How about that? Shane, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing all right. Well, Feeling good. Getting good grades future so bright got to wear shades 50,000 a year I'll buy a lot of beer yeah. yeah I know I know exactly what you're talking about man <sighs> yeah life is life is so good I need I need like extra shades though because I notice as I get older my eyes I feel like they get a little more sensitive
1: well, Oh so, of course they so maybe get, those dummy.
2: maybe him he just gets out of college he's like man I just need some gas station you know glasses and whatever I mean I feel like I need to start going for the prescription sunglasses oh, uh, just just the stuff that gets rid of all the UV stuff yeah. i mean i you know i'm just saying i got to take care of these eyeballs they're the only ones i got for the rest of my life for the rest like 10 years of my life that's true that's what uh stevie wonder probably said too huh? and, I, and look how he ended up man yeah i feel yeah. like he was blind from birth though but i mean i don't know if that's true or not well we don't know anyhow this episode we're going to be talking about a band called napalm death yes and their album from 2015 called apex predator
1: easy meat
2: i easy meat uh, is that i mean I. I how great I, is that album cover though just a no it's gross as shit nasty I, pound so, of brown so, beef i did see i saw okay so just a little little nugget here i went and saw these guys last uh friday. oh you shut your mouth no i did i did i saw them last friday and there was the cover on a t-shirt and i'm with a friend joanne you know joanne i do and yeah. she was like buy that shirt and I'm like, I feel like if I looked at that shirt when I'm wearing it, I would want to hurl. Fuck, so no, I am not going to do it. That's an A-palm death stamp of approval, baby. Well, there were some cool ones that were just like, hey, by the way, there's some cartoony evisceration going on and stuff like that. But I can't handle the real gross meat looking stuff. Did you buy a t-shirt? No, I, I didn't. I, I, I uh, saved that money uh, for retirement. Oh, um, man. Well... <laughs> And the Melvins played, too. The Melvins played, too, man. That was good. King Buzzo ruled. I mean, it's a, it's a, that band's been around forever, man. I remember when he had brown hair. And yeah, not great. Yeah. Not a big, giant gray yeah, pro shit. going on, yeah. man. Yeah, I saw him with Primus back in... Oh, shit. Favorite I, album from the Melvins. Houdini? Uh, you have to go with Houdini. Uh, what was the one before that? I'm- uh... I can't remember. What oh, I was. It's been a long time. I'll be honest with you. I haven't listened to the, the Melvins seriously since probably the '90s. But it was good to see them out there. They're still as vibrant and as alive as ever. Yeah, they're 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 a band that's never going away. I hope not because gonna, they ruled. They'll they'll tour and they'll keep doing it forever. Well, and they probably have to at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, because it's not like they can go back to the technical school or the. The the you know whatever and, tech and, college and, and s- start and start at the you know at the level one machine welder in, or something in like that. Pre-come so. Seattle, yeah. It's like uh, gotta, <laughs> that's oh, what man. I'm saying right there. That's where uh, old uh, uh, what's his name Kurt Cobain grew up. Yeah, so that was Kurt Cobain's favorite band. Was yeah, the Melvins. Absolutely, man. And you can pre-come uh, well, uh, Seattle. No, what was that small what, town? What was that now? Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to get into that. I can tell my brain's not going to be able to pull up this information right now. Yeah. Uh, we're also talking about a movie from, it was actually came out in uh, 2015, but it didn't hit wide release till t- this year, earlier this year. I think it was in January or February of this year, uh, called The Witch. Right. And that's going to be a whole ball of wax, I feel like. I feel like we're going to get some I think good, that, that might be a ball of wax. Yeah, <sighs> I, I feel like we may get into that just a little bit. But let's save it yeah Let's save it. it for later that's <sighs> what i always say you know what i feel like you should say that more because if you claim to always say it again yeah save it for later or the next segment or when we get to it dude thank you uh okay You're welcome. can i say one thing that i'm totally excited about right now yes okay I have updated the premium channel. Oh my god. I updated it, you guys. What happened? Did you drink a Red Bull or something? I, I no, I drank the uh, zero calorie uh Monster drinks. Oh my like god. I, I had right. a I had a 3 Monster day today. That's R- that's how that's kind of the rough day that I've had. My heavens. I'm talking it, you, you got to you, when you're drinking those Monsters, man, you got to like there's a there's a limit between being awake and then having a G dang migraine so i always get right up to where the headache goes right above this eye right here up on the left yeah and once i can start feeling that i gotta stop and like zero calories on a three monster day that's like negative three calories well that's why i listen you know i try to that's like zero calories yeah zero times three is zero i mean i don't know what kind of witchcraft you're talking about but we're going to talk about that later on monsters and witchcraft so what we got on the premium channel starts off with episode 46 of our video show we're fine. I finally got this out. I think we recorded this in November or some shit. Oh, all Clutch right. Psychic Warfare. Right. And I, you know what the funny thing is, it's been so long that I feel like everybody who listens to the show has heard us talk about it, like on the audio show, you know, in yeah. snippets here and there or whatever. Yeah. So it may not be much of a surprise, but still watch it because we're funny and you get to see these beautiful mugs. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a good episode. I think we lay down some knowledge. And then we also talked about the Blair Witch, the Book of Shadows, the Blair Witch 2, which right. you enjoyed very much, if I recall. Uh, yeah, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake. I just... I, yeah, I just uh, I I didn't want to like I wanted the people to like go there, watch it, and be like, "What the shit I said, did like, enjoy that. Oh. I think it's fantastic. Oh, all right, okay. Well, sometimes it's a it's a wash, man. I don't remember what the hell we do. Oh, especially so, so I may have said five stars for that. You know what's funny is it's I Or mean, two. Okay, so I don't know. so let's take a little bit of a digression here. It's funny because when I'm watching those video shows when I'm editing the stuff out. You know, we do a little bit of talking before and after we actually are, are filming the actual show. Right. It's like a time capsule. Yeah. It takes me back there. You know what? Talking about that shit. Do you know what I realized as I'm driving down here tonight? I realized that I've been doing a podcast for eight years. Between the Consecutive? cadaver. Consecutive? Ca- yeah. Between the cadaver lab and Jesus. the corpse cast. Eight years, dude. What? I'm just saying. I mean, uh, My God. huh? Uh, uh, do you know how many hours of my and yours and Sam's voice are out there for the whole internet? And Johnny Krug's? Could not, yeah. I'm just saying, man. So many hours. And, that's, and Johnny Krug's got his own thousands of hours. Oh, yeah. Of just videos bloppity, and podcasts. All I'm saying is, it's. I just can't wait till I'm like 73, right? And I go back, nostalgia. And by that We're time- We're all dead. Me and Johnny's dead. And you're like, oh god! What I just that? let me just remember these guys, okay. yeah. And I'll put it in, and by that time we'll just be able to stream MP3s directly to our brains, yeah. And I'll just be like, doink, doink, doink. you <laughs> know. And let's listen to the the Corpse Cast episode one, and I'll remember the good old days, man. Back when you were a uh, what did we call yeah. you a noob. I was a noob. Yeah, okay. I was yeah. new to podcasting. I'm still kind of new. Well, 173 episodes plus 47 uh, video episodes uh, but not says a, otherwise. Not eight years worth. That's some busy. Biz- that you're being a
3: busybody over there with well, your podcast. But you
2: got to realize I have no other talents. And this, I mean, not that this is a talent, but I have nothing going for me except for the fact that I can speak and talk, and I like to hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah. So well, that's true. So, so what do I do? I pretend that podcasting is a thing and that it's worthwhile, and I do it. And it turns out it kind of is a thing. It is a thing. There's people a- that actually make money at it, we don't. But. No, I, I've heard I've heard rumors that there's like people out there that actually live and and have a have a life and they live off it. Man, to be a fly on the wall when those guys are planning that shit, man, we could learn a couple pointers. I'm, you know, in podcasting? It's weird because I'm even seeing like things on Facebook. Come to the podcast conference, learn how to best, you know, or like what is that to L, out in L.A.? It's called the L.A. Fest pod, pod 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 Time. Yeah, I don't know, man. And I'm like, oh, I, we. Why hasn't and it, no one's asked us to be on a panel? You know what's funny though, and every ta- I want to be on a panel. And I think out about there. this every time I run into Troy from Salt Lake, because whenever I run into Troy out there, he's always like, "Man, you know what you should do for your podcast? This, this, and this. It would make it better instead of boring as shit." Hello? Whoa! Oh, my computer just turned off. Sorry, guys. We'll we'll get that. We'll get not my secondary computer. Don't worry about it. Yeah, We're still, obviously we're still recording. But is he, he's giving you pointers on how do we no, make no, it no, better no, no, no well, 173? He's just, he's just like, man, maybe she gets some interviews on there. Maybe she should do this or that. I'm just like, man, you know what that means? You know what that would mean that we have to do? Number one, plan. Yeah. Number two, execute. Number yeah. three, work harder. And I'm yeah. like, there ain't no G-dang way that is ever going to happen. Because just so you know, this is what we do. We may or may not be good at it, but it ain't never going to change. That's never right. going to change, never. Okay, that's not how it goes, but yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right with you on that. Yeah, on okay, that, plan, so that model. I feel like plan. I feel like the 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 every other week thing we have going on. The amount of time we put in. Smooth criminals, right here, oh, just in just, and just, out just ninjas, just it, in and out. You know what? And I, and we were just talking about this outside, man. I remember when I used to actually edit out flubs and shit like that when we were doing the cadaver lab. Yeah, I used to spend like two three hours editing a show. Now it's just like well. All I have to do is run a noise filter. It's like a pancake. Is it burned on one side? Fuck it. Serve it. That's what I'm saying. Just just put that side down so the customer only see the fluffy side. Exactly. And that's what we do. You people are the customers, and you're only seeing the fluffy side. Mm, I like that. Oh, all I right. I like that a lot. Anyways, that was a little bit of a digression. We also, uh, on the premium, we put up a couple of zombie TV uh, uh, throwbacks. Uh, a short called The Other, which is actually really good. It's a short film. I didn't know I had it. I watched it. Mm-hmm. I just started watching it to see what it was about so I could write about it, but I ended up watching the whole thing. It was actually really good. We right. saw that over when we were in Virginia. They showed it up on the big screen in the in the, oh, in that's, the Alamo. that's right yeah so I mean, it's, it's actually really good. I'm I was surprised I vaguely remember that. Um, we also put up uh, a couple of uh, it's called uh, Isola del Maldetto and I know Lauren right now screaming at me because of my terrible Italian accent. But it's basically it's a kind of a rip off of Gialli before uh, the guys from the editor did it or from Astron Six did it. But I'll tell you what, unfortunately, the guys from Astron Six did it. Destroyed way better. Like not even not even close. I feel like if you like Gialli right now, if you watch this, you're gonna end up hating Gialli. So. But give it a shot. You watch it for 15 minutes. Turn it off. Hey, if you're on there, it, it's included in the prize, okay? Also, a couple of uh, of uh, your videos. Uh, oh, the, yeah. The, we got the, uh, the best thing. I feel like one of the best things that I've ever heard you do is that Freddie song. Yeah. I did my own Freddy Krueger song, which is actually the best Freddy Krueger song that any band has ever the done. The best horror punk song. That's what you claim. Oh, by the way, let me ask you something. Where did you get the music for that? What are you are you writing that How, how's that music it's coming just, from? It's uh, just free music.org or something. And I could spend hours hours just doing that and then writing, oh, writing my sweet ass uh, lyrics. Oh, I could spend what hours is that again? free org or something something like that. Free free music to have for free.org <laughs> that's a long url i feel like that's not very uh seo compliant but it's yeah well it's it's free music it's like people that make music and then they go hey here's a karaoke tune yeah uh, you can use it and i go okay uh, i will that sounds fantastic like those uh beat uh you know like they, they make the rap songs uh-huh that's where i got some of them too all i'm saying is this that music was fine but it wasn't exquisite until you put your stamp on it. Until you've got to put the vocal. That's what I'm saying. Makes a it great the job best that. Freddy Krueger song in the world. I can find anyone. Johnny Krueg, Come on. Hit me with a song. Better than the Fresh Prince. Better than the Fat Boys. You know, I'm calling out everyone. Make a better song than that. It has every point in it. What that what, needs was your, to be hit. what was that funny thing you said in there? Gosh, there was always one thing I, I that I always just kind of What was not funny in there? Well, good Every point. single second of it but was But there was polarity. one that at least squeezes out a couple of drops of pee pee when I'm laughing. Yeah. So and there's that. I mean, I always see we how... were, I was making sweet love to my lady Nancy. I was pleasuring her orally. <laughs> yeah, it's I... something that she fancies. Yes, that's exactly what it was. It was nobody, something that she fancies. Nobody can rhyme Nancy with fancy no, the way I no. can. No, not with, not while pleasuring somebody orally either. So it's like you. I mean, you but ha- you can listen to that on the premium now. Oh my gosh, let's see what I. You know, I was going to talk about the Napalm Death concert, but I feel like I'm going to save it for when we talk about Easy Meat or sorry, Apex Predator uh, Dash. Easy Meat. Hey, you're getting your growls down, yeah, man. Die thrice. Die thrice. Yeah, I've been working on that. I, I, I have to admit that I haven't got quite got as much done as I'd like to have, but. Shane, you know what we got coming up next, don't you? I do. Why don't you go and explain it for the people? What we do is we ask you to call in and you give us your uh delightful treats uh over the V mail. We listen to them, we enjoy, we ask a question, right? Yeah, we, we do ask indeed. a question. Yes, we do. And then we want your answers. And this week we had a special one, a very special question. Because what was ideas, it? it was basically Hi, Mike is lazy, and he wants to know what you want to have asked for the question of the episode because it gets hard to come up with new questions. 173 G dang episodes, man. Dude, it gets yeah, it gets hard. It gets that's hard coming saying. up with trivia too. So you know, but that's that's a struggle. But I we keep put doing in. it. You do keep doing. It. Man, you were like you were like that that uh, John Deere tractor that I've had for 18 years and I got a, I got a caresser a bit you know I got a pumper There's in the never right been a John Deere that uh, 22 years sir Oh gee dang John Deere's been on the road for over 60 years Well <laughs> not my particular John Deere right I'm just saying, I, okay. I have to touch her in the right spots. I have to do a little flickage. I have to do a little... Oh, got to put a little oil on there. So I'm saying, Gotta man. Squeeze the, prime, the oil tank. Prime the prime the uh, the lady parts. Yeah. And that's what happens. But it's hard to do that. So basically, I'm like, I need some help. So call it in. I wonder... We we didn't get as many voicemails this episode because I feel like it was that. I got a real question this time. I'm going to be taking notes. If anybody brings it up on these, uh, right. some more questions, I'll put it in my next questions to ask for the questions of the episode if we get any I don't know I don't yeah, know you I, put it in that little uh that pool there where it's exactly. like exactly okay, I'm, I'm I'm uh a bit brain dead this week so I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the little pool and absolutely and maybe uh somebody calls in and they have a good one you know you, what I had to do you you, you, you snag that one out here's what I had to do you know how on the on the on the website corpsecollective.com we have a page you can go you can see okay well here's the movies and the music that they've talked about before and below that here's the ones that are planned. Maybe I should do a question of the episode table for that, too, so hey. we can just throw that in there, and it just becomes beauty. That's not too shabby. Anyway, so. As long like, as you're doing it. Yeah, I man. I don't. It's, it's I easy. say get right on that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I will. I will do that. All right. Uh, the first call we have tonight is Zombie Rose 13 from Northern
4: Cal California. Oh, the Rose. Hey, this is Zombie Rose 13 calling with the question of the week. Uh, most satisfying kill in a horror film. Is this is from you last know, someone week. Someone who had it coming. Yes. Um, yeah. I really had a hard time with this one because it's like you know, there's a lot of like satisfying kills. You know, there's not. I I narrowed it down to one. So, one was the film with the most satisfying kills?
1: Uh-huh.
4: Uh, Slaughter High. Oh, because I haven't seen this yet. Premise, uh, nerdy. Kid named Marty. He gets acid. Oh, being targeted no. by the popular kids. Oh, no. He gets... Every, and, oh, you saw
2: his dick in that. I didn't like that movie because that... You saw his dick. Sean penis- I don't it. like that. I don't like looking at penis but They get size. in trouble,
4: but they, they don't blame themselves. They blame, Marty. Okay. And right. they trick him to the point that he, that he ends up being completely disfigured. Yep. And sent away. Flash forward... And the whole group is involved. There wasn't an innocent party. Flash forward, you know, several years. And several. they all start receiving uh, reunion notices. Come in for a reunion party.
2: It's, it's kind of like Revenge of the Nerd slasher stuff. And
4: then Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the party! To every one of them off. It's
2: going to be a bloody very, good time. Very
4: creative way. Really? <laughs> very appropriately creative ways. Sure. So. Definitely <laughs> worth the watch. You know. Except for you see his ding-dong. Definitely campy, definitely fun, not super serious, but really creative kills. It's not for more of the, the big bad, like Plus, what's-her-name is in that? The girl you know, that was in- Butterface. Uh, <gasps> but a fun watch. The Vampire Jacqueline Kennedy. Because uh, everybody had no. it coming. No, 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 no. Doctor, no, no. I can't believe I can't Bye.
2: remember her name right now. She was in, uh, what was that Hammer movie where that vampire hunter was in there? Oh, he was the blonde, beautiful man in the Vampire Hunter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah, it's old school, and she was in that. She played a teenager, and she was like 35 in the movie. Jacqueline Kennedy. No. Jackie Kent. N- well, n- no. I called her Jackie Kent. All right. Okay, so keep the folks entertained. Scoop them brains, baby. Scoop I'm them gonna, brains. I'm going to scoop my brains, which right now are in my phones. Yeah, I think it was Jacqueline Kennedy. Uh, Onassas. Jackie Onassis. What the? Civil War came up an ad. Yeah, that's Jackie lost. Onassis I think that was her Caroline Monroe Oh yeah Caroline Monroe Very sexy oh, she How is... do No that's not her oh. That's not her But how do lady is No is okay. uh, Let me show you a picture Monroe? Here's Caroline Monroe Remember her She was in uh... Oh yeah I'd take her For a ride on the pork <laughs> Pork Pork chop express Pork chop express <laughs> Yeah
1: yeah, she's not. An I wish either. that
2: was updated, so it wasn't black and white picture. But that's uh, all okay, so uh, they're all black and white. How weird is that? The movie that she was in that I was talking about. Since we're here, since since we're here, mm-hmm. uh, keep the folks entertained for a minute, please. What about that Jackie Onassis? That outfit uh, that she was wearing when Kennedy's brains were exploded all over that car was uh, like. What are you even saying? Wow. Wow. Well, I'm just saying okay. that was a nice outfit she had. oh it's always be- Oh, she was in the abominable Dr. Fives. Remember, she was the one that was okay. the dead wife, but she was also in well, she was in Dracula AD 1972. The uh Captain Kronos Vampire Hunter is the one I was thinking about. No, oh, That's yeah. when I love her. So, That's something I've so, never seen. Oh, so. it's fantastic. Captain Kronos? That's been on AMC Monster Fest since G dang nineteen ninety-two. I turn the channel every time. Wow. Well, all right, man. You're missing out on. I ca- go to the game Caroline's channel. Caroline's Monroe. The I watch game channel. Press my luck. No whammy. No whammy. Oh, no whammy. Oh, oh. Oh, the, the, the game show. Hey! Oh my gosh. Uh, another beautiful lady is up next. No whammy. No whammy. No whammy. Hey! Julia. Oh. JJ from L.A. Oh, I love her.
5: My Shane, it's just Julia. Calling in as your roving girl reporter from the last day of Monsterpalooza Monster Palooza, which is Sunday, April twenty fourth, here in glorious Pasadena, California,
1: mm.
5: at the Civic Center. She really is a roving Fortunately reporter. Fortunately for me, yeah. work got busy and I wasn't able to attend until Sunday, but I had a wonderful time and just wanted to give the quickly as land. There is something delightfully loosey goosey oh. about a Monster Palooza con type event when there is a single concession stand but at least three cash bars. Priority, uh, yeah. Sure, everybody <laughs> it knows It's they go It was, was unusual for. to see areas winged or masked or zombified people strolling midday with big glasses of booze, and Absolutely. I just thought that made things even more wonderful. <laughs> for me, the highlights were entering the uh, autograph area, which was heavily populated, and again, Mike Linda Blair was there looking... <sighs> Flawless still. That woman does not wow. age. She
1: always uh, looks porcelain flawless.
5: skin. But I spent my money meeting Casper Van Dien and Dina Meyer
2: from my favorite. Starship Troopers. Casper Van Dien and Dina Meyer. Dina Meyer, yeah. Okay. Bad titties. I know. Who okay, you're but but about. let me tell you something about that movie. She's beautiful, but beautiful. Yeah, kind of a little pancake. Are we not happy with our titties in that movie? No, I'm, I'm, I'm just okay. saying. Well, the thing is, is looking at a pair of those are better than getting kicked in a nut. So it's like, looking oh, Looking yeah. at a pair of those in that movie where there's plenty of pairs to see, you're Good like, point. Okay. But let me tell you something. Dina Meyer's Let me tell you something that, that that movie did to my brains. All right. So all of a sudden, we're doing co-ed showers. Do you yeah. know how many fantasies I had about co-ed showers with Dina Meyer and Denise, what's her name? Denise, Richards. Denise Richards. Charlie Sheen wow. was winning for a while there. He was going he out was with married. her. <gasps> he he was married? Married? Yeah. She is not ugly, man. No, she's beautiful. She is not ugly. Okay, sorry, sorry, Julia, but
5: I think she's going to say "Starship Troopers" right now. Favorite guilty pleasure movie: Starship Troopers. <laughs> they didn't age. They are gorgeous, and they were funny and pleasant. And I didn't need a crank there the whole time. Oh, cool. The nice thing about an event like this in Los Angeles is I'm fangirling over Castrandian and Dina Meyer and up strolls two or three other people. And they are all actors or editors. Oh
1: my One of them is
5: the fellow who plays Deacon in 12 Monkeys. And it's like, wait a second, no you're, you're on this side of the table just chatting? So that was a lot of fun. Well, you right. guys have the in I also there. got to meet Nick Castle, writer of Escape from New York, uh, yep. as, well, as well as the original Mike, Mike Meyer in Halloween and director Absolutely. of The Last Starfighter. What a career. My God. I Again, saw his pictures too. Crazy pleasant. I did too. I also realized that um, WWE China was supposed to be there among the autographes. She She's still in the program book. I'm wondering if it's one of the more recent events uh, following her passing. And that's sad. And look, good, bad, or indifferent, China made a mark. And Absolutely. Everybody knew who uh, Appreciate uh, women in weird frontiers, and it's not easy.
1: Absolutely. Finally.
5: I got to pick up the Creepy Clowns coloring book that oh, my recommended. Got some interesting DVDs, and I had a lot of fun. I missed you all. Maybe uh, next Palooza. Maybe. I hope and so. And I picked up the Poughkeepsie files on DVD. Um, wondering if you guys have seen that have or seen talked it. about that. I don't recall hearing any talk about it. I Maybe did. We did on the Cadaver Lab. It was fantastic. <laughs> anyway. I've never seen it. Missed it's you guys,
2: badly. Love you all. Okay, bye. Now, I love her so much, first of all. Second of all, uh, let me just mention one thing. I have a buddy who lives in Orem. So, and we talk, his name's Jordan Colton. I see him at shows, stuff like that. Uh-huh. He does, I can't remember, it's called Hor- <laughs> Horrid <laughs> Coloring Books. I believe, I can't remember. I'm, I'm not pulling it up on the internet right now because... Because my fingers, as I was trying to do that, are getting fatter and fatter as the night moves along. I was going to say your fingers itch in your face at that point, but okay. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. But you were, yeah. Jordan Colton, you know, I'm going to do it because... Horror what? He does cartoon, uh, he does uh, uh, coloring books that are horror Yeah, and and like for adults and stuff like that, let me, I'm going to, okay, so keep talking again. Remember those? Jordan Colton is... Uh, oh, this is his real job. I'm not going to do that. Jordan Colton works at the Maverick down in Orem. <laughs> go, go he'll visit sell him you, at the He'll Maverick. sell you a Bahama Mama and and uh, throw in a coloring book. The, first of all, he's the he's one of the most awesome dudes I ever met. He's super yeah. nice, cool dude. He's doing these uh these these horrid coloring books and stuff like that. See, here's one of them. He colored that. That's a clown shit, right? Oh yeah, that's cool so, as hell. Um, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get. A, he's in Guatemala right now, actually. I keep tabs on my bro. He's selling comic books or coloring books. No, down I feel in? like he's just doing a vacation. I don't know why. Why would you go to Guatemala? I don't know. But that's I'll hit, where they need him. They I'll need a little em. sunshine in their lives. My, and Jordan is that sunshine that they need. So I'll tell you what. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna on the website this week or on Facebook or whatever in the group. I'm gonna point everybody there. Such a cool dude. He's the nicest guy, except for I keep inviting him out to like heavy metal karaoke and different shows. And he's from Orem. He's like, yeah, I'll try to be there. He's never there. Yeah, but other passes. than that, but other than that, he's cool as shit. It's a polite pass. It's like, oh, thanks for asking, but no. <sighs> well, but I'm you busy. got him. I want, I want him. I'm I want creating to invite him. i coloring books down Because, you know, I would like to be in his company. So there's always that little chance, man. Yeah, keep asking. I, I will like never that. stop. I will never stop. Never. Well, I hope he's listening because he's like, oh, you know I'm sure he doesn't Put down the pen for one night on your coloring books and come out and go man. out for some heavy metal bowling plus i feel like i feel like me and jordan will be walking the streets trolling for ladies oh you're trolling the ladies and it'll be like oh, you can't tell by the way i use my walk i'm a woman's man no time to t-. okay that's it does he it. does he look like uh ronnie b g he looks more like ronnie b g than i do let's put it that way really he's okay. got a nice head of hair oh yeah exactly He's got the most beautiful S- hair. styled seventies and he's got this long nice silk cream colored silk shirt on. <laughs> I maybe maybe he'll wear it next time. But okay, so I'll put that up, but everybody check it out. He's the coolest dude I've ever met. After uh, Shane Diablo. Uh Julia, call back in.
5: Hey again, just Julia calling back. I just realized I have something fun on the LA agenda later today that I wanted to report on too. There's gonna be a thing called the Atomic Film Festival. Oh, and it's free. I'm going with my family. Uh, today at 4 o'clock-ish, there's going to be a film called, I think it's called The Final Room. I'll double-check on that. It's a contemporary film made in Germany my about people. what would happen if World War Three started. And a small nice. town in the middle of Europe has some bunkers but doesn't have enough for the whole community. That oh. I am a horror apocalyptic fan, and that oh, yeah. just rings my bells. And later tonight, there's going to be a film called The Man Who Saved the World, which is a documentary about about a Soviet Union officer who, in 1983, is the one responsible for having
2: received on his
5: watch word.
2: Yes. Okay, can I tell you one thing real quick? I remember this story. It's true. Okay. I'm unfamiliar with it, but for some reason, he pushed the button to launch missiles. Good for him, man. And he was fired for it afterwards because you didn't respond, but it was like he held his finger when he saw a blip of american missiles coming and it's like Ugh, i'm not going to push the button i'm not going to push it i don't know how do you I, it's fant- I, I, it's a beautiful story no offense but Fantastic i mean no offense story. to all you soldiers i mean i not i mean this is a good thing but i don't know how people do that shit man i mean the biggest decisions i've got to make every day is like man do i do i want Two monsters, or do I just want three Diet Dr. Peppers? I mean, that's that's like the biggest thing in my life, right? I'm just saying, that's hard hard enough. Two monsters or three Diet Dr. Peppers? That's what I'm... Because, I mean, that's kind of equivalent. But what what I'm saying, but that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. Had his finger on it, was seeing something, a scanner going, missiles have been launched. They have been launched, son. And he said, I I think this is a glitch. It's not real. He did not push the button. Oh. And... He was right. Oh and good. He, he was fired. fired. Uh, you failed. But he could have started your World mission. War next. WW Next. That's that's what we like to call it. You know what though? I thought she said the man who sold the world. <laughs> David Bowie. Style. So I thought it was a David Bowie documentary. I was like, fudge, yeah, David Bowie. but okay. I bet this one's even better. That's um, a great story. Okay, have you? What is it? A movie? What is it? Or you just well, know she's story? Well, she was talking about it. it's a it's a movie. Have you seen it? Is see. what I'm asking. No, I've I've heard the story. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've heard the the true story of that happening. Okay. And she's talking about a movie that's at this LA festival that she's going to. see I know that. that. I just didn't know oh. if there was like the. I'm not the biggest D on the planet. Oh. No, well maybe that's true. But anyway, sorry, Julia.
5: That the U.S. has just fired. Uh, intercontinental ballistic missile at Russia, and he was the one who had 43 seconds to decide whether 40, to fire back oh gosh, or not to, in which case he would have started World War III and his heroic decision to sort of keep reading, keep analyzing the situation and choosing not to fire.
2: That is so intense. That seems so intense, him, dude. Radio Lab does up. an amazing story. I'll let you know right. how those
5: things go. Again, that's my kind of horror apocalypse. All right, guys. Bye.
2: All I'm saying is this, that, hey, that's scary, man. I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie to you. If I saw that and people, oh, never mind. I'm not if even if, if people listen to this podcast, they probably listen to Radiolab because it's one of the best podcasts I've out never there. even heard of Radiolab. Radiolab does a full hour story on that and uh-huh. it's fantastic. Is it they, really? They got all sorts of little clips. Of- I want to, I want to, I want to listen to it's that. Bu- man. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, oh, the. I don't even get close to that level of intensity. Like like maybe never. Ever. Well, never. Yeah, I don't either. I, mean, I wake I, up in the morning and go I mean Do I have two balls in my sack <laughs> or no? Oh, there it is. It just came down from the stomach. All I'm saying is is that never in my life did I think that a decision that I was that I could make incorrectly would start World War III. Yeah. Holy shit, man. And you don't even know about that kind of stuff until it's like Hey, here's a fun story about something that happened. And by you- the way, guess how close you came to dying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's scary, man. <laughs> Speaking of scary, Craig Chaos called
4: in.
3: Hello, Mike and Shane. This is Craig Chaos from Uncommon Interest.
4: Uncommoninterest.com. Uh, listen
3: to the last episode, and you're wrong on two accounts. One, that no. song, uh, The Warrior, uh, that was not the
1: lady when she went solo. She was still with Scandal
3: at the oh, time. Oh, oh, boom! The the bang, bang bang! Yeah, I and am the warrior. Ruby, I'm, uh, calling,
2: I'm calling. You're, no. I'm calling. I'm, pos- the, I'm positive. Look percent. at the wiki page. No, she was. She was. If she was not out of Scandal by that time, she was thinking about it. She's like, <laughs> I gotta get rid of these dudes. Do you think Wikipedia has like her thought? Her thought? Like, like, like timeline? Wait. I don't know if she's if it's got her thought timeline, but I guarantee you she was like, Fuck these dudes. <laughs> that's what all singers in the eighties did. They went, Oh, I'm the star. And some guy some cigarette, some cigar chomping bastard was going, You're the star, fuck the rest of these guys. And and, and they all <laughs> The guy went, from the warrant dirty, rotten, filthy stinking ridge exact- cover. That's right. You're right. And he said, Just trust me, get rid of these losers. We can make you a star. A star, baby. And that's what happened. So she may have still been in the band, but she was on her way out. She was only in the band in uh, technically, but in her brains, she was free. She was gone. Yeah. Bang, bang.
3: So he was quite right because him, Frankie Benali, just made that documentary, Now You're Here, There's No Way Back, that came out.
2: Okay, I'm going to pause it real quick. Frankie Benali. Yeah, so basically, he, drummer. Ca- he called us up to just like. To like call bullshit on us, he called up for the sole reason to call bullshit on you. First of all, all right, Frankie, now, no, I know, I, I know my quiet right shit. So go ahead.
3: A couple months ago, that's getting big accolades and all that. So uh, oh, I don't, I don't yeah, know what yeah, he, he did with this the band. Last they're month. all playing. Uh, Kevin DeBro is the only <laughs> one absent for obvious reasons. So uh, to answer your question or the question of the episode. Oh, oh Pause, pause, I'm pause. Gonna- okay,
2: pause. Okay, so I got to. Okay, hold on, hold on. Shane, entertain the people. Mm. All right, so Quiet Riot. Okay, Craig Chaos, I know a thing or two, a thing or two about Quiet Riot, okay? And you got Carlos Ca- uh, Castaneda. I know that was the guy that did the books, Yeah, did those uh, shaman books. You had Rudy Sarso, you had Kevin DeBrow, you had Frankie Benali on the drums, yeah. and you had Carlos Same Cavazzo oh. on guitar. There was three good songs on that first album that they ever put yeah, out. They all ripped off and though? one of them was a cover. And then the the best song off their next album was a cover too. And the best song From the same band. Other than the, the on, on Condition Critical, yep. their second album, there was Stomp Your Hands and Clap Your Feet. That was a pretty good song. Uh, but Mama, we're <laughs> all crazy now.
1: Was another crazy
2: now. Was another Slade song. Yep. Hey, it worked so good on the first album. Why, Let's do it again. Listen, if you find something that works, keep going. All right, so I got my typing fingers on. Here we go.
3: No, what is the first album you ever bought yourself? Not like it was a birthday present or you had your mommy you buy it. Right. Like what is the first album that you consciously went to the store and bought yourself? Bought it. That's what I want to know. I All right, got it down. Goodbye.
2: Okay, perfect. See, I got my typing fingers going. So there we go. That's going. I on felt those... some vitriol in that. Well, I feel like what... I felt like he was a little. I felt like he was up. trying to take you down a notch, man. That's I... fine. He can take me down. He can, you know, take me down to the riverside and wash my uh. my undies in the in the you know the River Nile. I feel. But I feel like you win in that situation, by but the way. But I, I'm just saying, I felt like he was a little like you know he, he had, had some little, angst for you. Little, he was like little punch behind that. But oh man, hey, you know what I. Hey, I'll be wrong. I'm fine. I'm fine with being wrong. I gotta be honest with you. It's rare. When you're wrong, I feel like it hurts my feelings because I look up to you as the guy who knows it's, everything. It's rare. I'll it give is rare. you that. It, but it's yeah. Hey, it happens. Okay. We're all humans, but in we'll dope see. show. And you know what? We are all crazy now. Yeah, I, I was hoping that would Mama, kick you off We're of all crazy now. <laughs> exactly. Uh speaking of crazy. Yeah. Lauren called in. Oh, Lauren, I love her.
6: Hey, Bonerphone, um, It's Lauren. I was calling... Uh, I'll answer one of the facts questions. In the
1: uh, okay, real quick.
2: I want to say one thing. By the way, I changed the uh, the uh, message on the bone phone. I finally went in and changed it. So everybody doesn't have to hear about the Corpse Collective... What was it? When we are doing that orchard thing? Years and years ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they don't have to hear about that anymore. Yeah, that didn't pan out very well, yeah, then I feel like we didn't even try very hard yeah you know, so. there there was that too <laughs> but what were you saying about no execution no you know oh yeah, yeah 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 i mean it's i mean the thing is is we only have so much to give and we only have we so want much the milk and honey to, to roll in at our feet and go okay that's wouldn't acceptable. it be fantastic if we could just not work and have shit just happen for us what i would like okay are we are we talking about this sure. what i want to happen <laughs> is some guy that has a billion dollars to oh yeah, yeah yeah uh-huh Double Trump. I love you guys. A double Trump. Like King Trump. Like King Trump? I want someone to come in and go, dude, Here's, fuck, you guys are just so great. Here's $2 million. Um, That would be fantastic. And I put that in the PayPal, and I hope you get all that. And I hope they don't take $800,000. Well, that they again. probably will, because that's what PayPal do. Or they get a hold of us, and they say, what's your P.O. box? And I'm going to send this all in cash. In small increments Did of, you get a giant P.O. box? Because 8 or $2 million in what I assume- Small in increments Tubman's, of 10,000 in Tubman's, Tubman's at a
4: time.
1: T- I'm like, yeah, yeah.
2: I'm just glad we got to say Tubman. I'm like, bro, okay, here's my P.O. box. <laughs> and every time you go in, it is completely filled. We, But would you look around before you like took it out? though? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But even if you got robbed one time- <laughs> You could take a couple robbings. You'll probably have to expect a couple robbings. Yeah. I feel like. Especially yeah. if we were on the podcast going, <laughs> RPO box over at the uh, the Miller Center <laughs> uh, yeah. downtown. At 152 South, 200 yeah. East. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, that's all we got. Okay, we're going back. Um, About a kill nice. that
6: you were just so yeah, relieved dude. for, and that would be in the Evil Dead remake, like once the killing started and they got away from, like, Stupid plot and the fucking witchy nurse and the yeah, I mean, come on, like only whatever
1: <laughs> those
6: kids were so fucking obnoxious. Oh yeah, and the idea that like a uh, detoxing dope scene would smell dead cats. Like no, she would be pissing and shitting herself for like a week. She wouldn't yeah. be like, not like she was doing math. Like she wouldn't have hallucinations I like don't that. Know. And so just it was like. So I've irritating. never been there but the uh, characters were so obnoxious.
2: Um, I've seen those people Jones and But for it was really they great like pissing
6: their pants right there anyway. Like, <laughs> Whew. Um and then it turned into like a good movie. and um I have to man. I like that anyway, one. Anyway, uh I saw the green room and huh. holy oh. shit it was pretty it was like a grueling watch and I'm going to write that down. I recommend it. Uh um, definitely like do like a fun watch murder party first. Um, you guys oh, yeah. see the, the director um, sort of take some of the. I mean, that's a good that movie by like itself. Based on watching Murder Party, and do it with a much larger budget and um, bigger stars, but whoo! It was a grueling, uncomfortable watch.
2: Why um, did you really? become the Nature Boy kind tonight? Kind of
6: obsessed with it now, kind of like how I was um, after Martyrs. It's definitely not
1: oh, Martyrs, but there's some
6: just like seeing maybe from Arrested Development. In a movie where people are being torn apart and yeah. it's rated, is, I don't know, it just made it more difficult than watching a gory horror movie. Huh. You've got like recognizable faces like Patrick Stewart and Glenn Yelchin.
1: And oh. it's just like
6: fucking I gotta see it. Tense. It's so tense. And I saw it at the Alamo Draft House and they had-
2: um, Oh, the best place I to get watch I a lot movies. of coffee,
6: but whatever fucking coffee I got there, I was like- Risk on coffee and, um, yeah, uh, it was one of those caffeine things where you just your heart rate started pounding instead of waking up, you just feel really, uh, tense and terrible. And that was right as the movie started, where the shit started to hit the fan in the movie. So it was, um, a pretty, like I said, kind of a rolling experience. Um, and I needed to watch Murder Party to come down for a minute because it's a more fun, gory movie. Um, but I really love The Green Room. Cool. Let's make sure you to watch it. Gotta Anywho, see it. Anywho, I'm going to finish listening to that episode on Sweet 16. All right, bye
2: guys. Awesome. I was planning to go see that with the sun. Oh, no. But he's going to the Grand Canyon. Oh, that's with good for brother. him, though. Yeah, it's great for him. He's like, oh, look at this wide open spaces. <laughs> did he really no that? oh but i, I like thought you were gonna launch action. into that song right Open Spaces. Da, 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 da. I, I wanted to I go see Country. green room though but ah, I, i'm I gonna wait too. I, well i'm typically if it's not like right in my face i wait for it to come because that looks like a trouble movie like the like something that maybe we would run into little rock band in some small little club and then yeah. it turns go south
1: yeah, got to Have see you seen that.
2: the trailer for that? No. Oh yeah, I've seen the trailer. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, it looks good as shit. Yeah. All right. Her her I I think Lawrence uh she put me over the top. I think <sighs> I might go see it. Do you know that there's a Sylvester Stallone movie called Over the Top? Oh, absolutely. Of okay, okay, I just wanted to see. Is yeah, that, that, that what little little son? He's like a truck driving guy. It put you did it put you into that like arm wrestling mood? No. I feel uh, like you're always in that. Do you know who else is in an arm wrestling mood all the time? I but, mean, I like a good arm wrestle every now yeah? and then, but my Did, shoulder, the old the old guy doesn't. Well hold then up let's as well. do an Indian leg wrestle. Come this, on. This I swear to God, this feels like a like I'm having a uh what do they call that? Deja vu? Oh really? I swear to God, <laughs> let's have a leg wrestle from you. Just put me in a deja vu. The Matrix had a glitch right there. And no uh, to oh, that. Oh, okay. Well I I don't I don't blame you for being scared. Speaking of scared here, GP.
0: Hey, GP. Um, the first man. thing I want to say, the new Chatter Oh, yeah. I really, really like it. like it so much, I went on band cap, band cap and threw down some checkles.
1: Oh, so, nice.
0: Yeah, anybody who haven't checked it out, please do. It's really good. Um, that Chris had to write it's music. She a little bit of a depressing, thing, and she told me a little bit about the story the reason why uh, why it was a little depressing, but I, that, that mood, that, that suits me every now and then, and that's that, an me at that point.
1: No. So
0: I really like it. Um, all right, enough ass kiss. Uh <laughs> What the Thank hell was you. that? Oh my God, my back, my foot is going to die soon, so I better be quick. Hurry. you uh, up to the last time. I couldn't think of one, because I was thinking strictly horror, but... Uh, Mike, you've met something about Game of Thrones, so I figured, uh, I outside of the box and onto the motorcycle, the most satisfying death for me would have been uh, Agent Stahl in Sons of Anarchy, because oh. that bitch deserved it. And oh, foot, no! I mean, uh, how Opie did it? i mean, yeah. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's a good one. You're to tell I've what that's ever, all
2: about. you got to watch through. Sons of Anarchy, dude. that no, uh, a question it's of the, the best. week for this week.
0: I'll
2: never watch it. Something it's tells
0: great. me. The less I know about some of these motherfuckers, uh, the better. So I'm not gonna ask any of them any questions.
2: Oh! I wanna good get to know them
0: you. personally, because they might just scare the fuck out of me.
2: Oh, and you're not gonna scare the F um, out of them?
0: Well, was a killing joke. I dig them. I like them. I also agree with Mike. That's something that I like right now. I don't see myself, you know, yeah. let's them a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. Uh, I took a sample from, uh, you know, all the different kinds I saw. And the John Peel sessions on Spotify, so I checked that out. That's pretty cool. So I listened to some of the newer stuff, which is a bit more synthy. Yeah. But it still has that core sound. It's still really heavy with the drums and the bass. Yeah. But it, I just, I like it. It's good. But like I said, like you said, um, I'm not going to listen to a whole hell of a lot. Just like uh, Christian Death, the uh, that we did. Right. Like, That's and exactly and what I, was I thought it was I remember too. that one. Yeah, that, that one... I. Uh, it was twenty years between I the, uh, the times so I, I listened. I just to haven't listened to so it. Again. So and then, twenty years later, I listened to it again. So that—that's how like I think what's Killing Joke will be for me. I
2: agree. Post punk. All right, before my
0: own phone GP's me, I'm going to sign off and I'll talk to y'all later. Bye bye. In that, like I, I mean, said,
2: just look at their career. You know, they—they've had a huge cult following. And sure. It's like, oh, Killing Joke, right, but it's—it's right, right. it's, yeah, it is what until it is. they busted out with their my favorite song of theirs. Slick-a-dick-a-millennium. That's it. Oh, slick a dick millennium I... Weird death. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. Taste the salt of my tears. I could sing this all night, Shel. Well, I? that's when they thats when they actually made it onto radio. Well, but radio that, that's play. the first song I heard of them. I mean, because I was an X96 guy back in the 90s, so it's like, you know. Yeah. I mean, back in the, you didn't have the internet. You didn't have the MF and the internet when that's I was in high school. That's where you went for your songs. Yeah, you had to. You had to do that or like, or, like, or go to magazines. Headbangers Ball well, yeah, magazines. That's yeah. all you did. And it's like, I'm sorry, but all these tiny little bands that did post-punk just weren't around for me, man. Yeah. You had to be in the circle of the circles. Like, the circle jerks, you had to be around all the circle jerkers that went, <laughs> oh, well, if you like them, then you like this. Exactly. Fun Nugget. Oh. Tape trading with Napalm. That's how they made it to the U.S. Oh, no shit. Was tape trading. Dude, you like this? Check this out. You know, you get a little sure. pen pal. And then well, and they used to have like uh uh like in the back of those magazines you could you could buy like uh catalogs or sample tapes and stuff yeah. like that. And I used to do that a lot too. Yeah. The thing is is my problem is I went straight from like hair metal to grunge immediately. I was so all into Hair Metal. You you, know? tra- you traded right away. You uh, traded in your Warrant chips for your Alice and Chains chips. Well, wouldn't you? I saw that behind the music where the Warrant guy goes, "Dude, walked into Capitol Records <laughs> and we <laughs> used to be ma- my cherry pie, now it was dirt." Yeah, exactly, dude. And you were like <clears throat> I I'm saw I saw one where Loverboy basically said the same thing. Sure. And I felt bad for Loverboy. It happens because for- those guys gave it their all. They're Canadian best. Yeah. I love Lover Boy too, still to this day. Oh, That's I like, love Lover Boy. <laughs> Queen of the Broken Hearts. Oh, dude. Get lucky. Are you serious right now? Oh, oh. Everybody's working, working for, for the weekend. You know, and that didn't—that never meant so much to me until now. Yeah. Until these days, because yes. It'll work great for me tomorrow, because I'm working on the weekend. I'm oh. working Saturday. Oh, because I feel like that song was about working during the week so you could have a great weekend. Yeah. You're not going to have a great weekend, apparently. No. You, but you I, had a great Thursday, though. Yeah, I, yeah, I do. And you did have a great Thursday, so yeah. I was toiling away for the man, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. Alan we all got to do it. Well, we, we got to do it, because we're all slaves, as, much, as free as we think we are. We're okay. all slaves in this fucking slave machine. <laughs> Alan from Atlanta called in. Here he is. Hey, guys. This is Alan in Atlanta, just calling you all about
0: the last podcast. Okay. Um, you know, the killing joke... It's weird. Uh, they're a band that I like, but I never bought one of their albums. I think yeah. I just liked them when I was like at the clubs and whatever was on. I sure. liked them. Uh, but I think, yeah, I like them. And Shane, don't let anybody give you any grief about it. York is awesome. Two Cubes are awesome. Love both. <laughs> and let me think. The question of the episode. York is
2: crazy, by the way. So
1: you're uh, that I think the
0: question I would like to know from Corpus Castians oh, yeah, is go, if you were ever picked out and placed into a horror universe like The Walking Dead or like Stephen King's universe, which one would you want to be placed
2: in? All right, guys. Can't wait for the next episode. All Talk right. That's another one. That's going on the list. Thank you, Alan. All that's right. Pretty goddamn good, Alan. I feel like, that's a good, I feel like maybe I should have come up with that. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Well done. Oh, just the way you like your steaks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was hoping that I would get a better reaction out of that because I felt pretty no, clever. No, that's exactly but, the way I like my steaks. Pretty clever. Well pretty done, clever. done with right. no taste in them. Please. Oh, no. No, no, no. Oh, no. Oh, no! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. David, why are you doing
1: this to
2: me? <laughs> All right. Mark from Chicago gave us our last call. Let's get right on it. Shytown. <laughs>
3: Hey, Mike and Shane, it's Mark from Chicago calling in. Uh, I'm going to
0: answer your question on the episode. What well, it's always fun to know about the group's Um, uh, Here you go. What was your favorite ending to a whole movie? Hopefully you guys gave me a good answer to that one, and I'll uh, a good weekend. It's better.
2: Your favorite ending. You mean besides the obvious Ninth Gate, right? Well, what what is it? My favorite movie ending? Your favorite horror movie ending? Okay, so no, that's a good one. That's one we haven't asked too. So I'll tell you what. I got three nuggets tonight. So you're putting them in your little. Uh, i putting hand them in my bag, list. And I typed all that. Do your you know man what? purse that you, that you carry. My metaphorical man purse. Yeah. Okay. Um. But I do have a question for next episode. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Let's get Everybody it. Everybody, listen up, because I need some answers for this one. Attention, please. Attention what horror movie or album that you were so okay 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 sorry i didn't write it very good
1: no <laughs> that you were so
2: so and then i just horny like, for now <laughs> what, what's the what's the horny sounds like something been? i would write <laughs> okay so here it is and this may or may not have this is why I came up with a bit and it may or may not have something to do with the uh, movie we're talking about tonight but uh okay so let's say there's an album or uh or, or a horror movie right and the first time you enjoyed it You were just kind of like, eh, or I didn't really care for it, okay? But for one reason or another, you gave it another shot, and you thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. What is that movie? Has that ever happened to you? The Bone Phone. Call it in. 385-351-9273. That is 385-351-9273. Now, Shane, what do we got for the folks? Let's get into some napalm death. My dear, dear, awesome buddy. uh, Bonnie. Bonnie Greenway. Uh yeah, Napalm Death, Apex Predator, Easy Mood. Oh man, I my whole voice cracked come on, back. dude, Th- die thrice. Easy moot. Hey, there is that you better? Know. Was that That's, better? Okay, you, you you damn near died me four times <coughs> on that one. <coughs> I had to cough because that was so awesome. All right, here you go. One minute. <laughs> Extreme metal band formed in Myriad, Meriden. What is that? Meriden, West Midlands, England, in 1981. Here's a fun nugget for you: None of the members of that band are actually in this group anymore. I noticed that. I did. Is that read crazy? that crazy? Well, none of the original members, but they still kept the name. It moved on. They, 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 they found each other. You know what's going to happen to us? One day, we're both going to quit this shit, but the Corpse cast will move on with Harry Balls and somebody else. Uh, none of the original members, but the group is, and ha- has always been, and will always be, and will always remain. <laughs> Mark Barney Greenway on vocal. Bassist Shane Embry. Uh, guitarist Mitch Harris and drummer Danny Herrera. Uh, the drummer could go or, or whatever. you know. It's- the drummer, though, by the way, that doesn't sound British at all. Right there. I yeah. mean, you got Greenway and Embry and Harris, but yeah. then you have Herrera. Yeah, I don't know how long he's been in the band, but uh, it's been the consistent lineup for the. These guys are the godfathers of grindcore, combining pure melodic chaos with crust, death, blast beats, growls, down tune guitars. The band continues to this day to be the best at what they do napalm death ladies and gentlemen like them on facebook last fm official website napalmdeath.org official twitter is official n d we are talking about the album apex predator easy meat released january 2015 14 tracks 40 minutes and 4 seconds produced by russ russell do we know this guy eric yeah No. What? Was this? Oh, It was Russ. I know. Century Media. Oh, my bad. Do we know who Russ Russell is? Uh, No, but I feel like with a name like that, I probably should remember it. Demir Borgale.
1: (gasps) The Exploited.
2: The Wild Hearts. Amorphous. Defecation. And a band that I had not heard of for a long time, industrial metal, Meat Hook Seed. Do you remember that? (laughs) No, not at all. Russ Russell played in that band with members of Napalm Death. Uh, industrial, uh, it's like a super group. Oh, back me- in the day. What was it called? Meat Hook Seed? Meat Hook Seed. Oh, I never even heard of them. And they put out one record and that was it. Oh, that's all you need. Uh, Century Media Records, this is on Spotify.
1: Absolutely. Full
2: disclosure, I love this band. Oh, okay. I love them. Who, and, was, uh, who was the one that uh, can, uh, suggested this for us? It might have been me. It was you. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I love them. Okay. I think they're great. What are your thoughts on it, sir? Okay, so let me just start with the highlights. Okay, okay. No, I'm not gonna start with the highlights. Just <clears throat> start with my overall thoughts. My section of the notes. It's called overall thoughts. Shall I do that? Mm, mm. It's brutal. It, this album does not give you much of a break. It's intense. It's in your face somebody yeah. screaming at you the whole time as they do and I, you're right that's just what they do i think there's like one little kind of a kind of a tiny it's not much of a break really but it's less the dear slum lord what was slum landlord yeah it kind of gets a little bit slower but i feel like that's the only break because this is this is one that makes me sweat just listening to because i feel like it's just like my heart starts pumping my heart starts beating and i can not. i'm not even moving i'm driving i'm going Holy shit! I, know, I look down. I'm going 95 g dang miles an hour. It's right? Like, how the hell did that happen? I got new tires on the Kia, so it doesn't shake as much. And that's how it happened. Boom! But I'll tell you what, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, with this kind of music, it's actually taken me a lot of time in my life, having my taste in music. It's being formed, bent, being you know my my, my taste is malleable. It's like a a a lump of clay. Yeah, exactly. You gotta work it. You gotta work it till it gets warm. My, the thing is, is I'll be honest with you, five years ago, if we did this, I'd probably be like, oh man, this is just, is." they're just attacking their uh, instruments. I don't even know what this is. But now that I've got a more, what do you call that, a uh, cute ear? Mm-hmm. I yeah, enjoy the whole album start to finish. Some of my favorite songs, Smash a Single Digit, Metaphorically Screw You, but my very, very favorite song... On the album is How the Years Condemn. Yep. What do you think? What are your faves, man? Uh, I, I fucking love these guys. Okay, I've ahead. loved them forever. I was lucky enough to see them back in the 90s. Oh, no shit. With Godflesh oh, and yeah. Nocturnus. I don't love Godflesh. And uh, these guys, these guys are the masters. They have created a sound, grindcore. Absolutely, everyone is trying to do what they did. Terrorizer, all these bands, Carcass, yeah, huge admirers of this band. Carcass is coming to Salt Lake soon, by the way. These guys have create created a sound, and dare I say, Barney Greenway saying, we wanted to create a style of music that makes Slayer sound like soft rock and it does it totally does. and that. it is full-on pure fury full disclosure i saw napalm death last friday night shane can i show you a picture of how close i was to this band
1: yeah, yeah
2: that is barney and right he's wearing there. a poison idea shirt he's that's po- wearing a poison idea shirt okay so let me talk about can i talk about the concert for a minute yeah okay first of all We get in there. It's a packed. It's a packed house, man. Sold out. Yeah, but most people are small, so I can like skinny my way up there and move motherfuckers around and stuff like that. Get right to the front. I got to admit, this is probably the best show that I've seen in years and years. The most fun that I've ever had. Let me tell you why. They get up there and they'll. uh, I can't remember exact. I mean, I can't remember the 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 order of the songs, but I'll, I'll never forget when how the years condemned came on. I was in the back and I'm filming that shit right. And all of a sudden that came out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going Are to Are you going to put that up?
1: Are yeah, we I should. That?
2: I should. Well, I should. Yeah, it's on my Dropbox right now. Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, put saying. that shit up. I'll do put, that. Put that in the group. So I moved it up. So I, I went up to the very front. And let me tell you something about Napalm Death. These guys, first of all, Barney is probably one of the greatest lead person like personalities that I've ever witnessed in my life he was going crazy sweating he's spitting, Sweat and and I was spitting. sweating and spitting on lovely and, guy though but 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 during but in between songs he'd be like okay yeah uh yeah here we are uh it's good to thank you for coming out tonight it's a wonderful evening tonight I'm just so glad in Salt Lake City we sold out the open lounge and da-da-da-da-da. but I'll tell you what <laughs> I was right up front I was talking to that guy we're going back and forth I'm talking to the drawer it was and, I hope you got video to put on premium. <laughs> I got a lot. Oh, I should put it on premium. I, I, why are you not? Yeah, put that. Put, why, it, I will, put some I will. Niblets it'll, on. The, it'll go on premium. On it'll go yeah. on premium. But I'll tell you what. Some of the nicest, most awesome dudes in between songs. But once that song started, it all of a sudden turned into an Brutality. Intense, yeah, brutal. That's experience. what it's called. Brutality. Grindcore. And the dude didn't care that he was sweating all over the whole front row. It Fuck was one no. of the most brutal pits that I've been to in a long time. And I t- and I I didn't re- I was up front so I didn't really get into it. Plus, I'm a big guy so I'd kill all those little dudes, so I don't want to get in there anyway. Oh yeah, but, I did. I'd say that you gotta, because you're you so gotta, manly, right? Yeah. Well, but yeah. Yeah. All I'm saying is they put on an excellent show. I've been listening to this album for the last two straight weeks over and over and over. I did throw in some uh today I threw in some Rokie Erickson and I did throw in some Sisters of Mercy just because i was tired as shit but i'll tell you what shane i love this album man i loved it yeah it's 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 a really good album here's a fun nugget for you the bass player balding big guy with the fucking oh yeah dude with that with that with the like actually he's actually in Brujeria. oh no shit mexican metal band yeah Matando Eros Viva sa.
1: Yeah <laughs> cool I These know.
2: guys are all over the place. I fucking love Napalm. Uh uh, they, they, uh here's another fun nugget. Napalm's music found its way through the Americas via tape trading, which was cool as fuck. Cause I had friends. I wasn't a tape trader, uh-huh. but I had tons of friends that were. Sure. And they're like, dude. I just got this tape in. Check this out. You'd hear Celtic Frost Dude, and the, all this. This was the back in the day. That was the that was better than, I feel like. And then you would record stuff. Well, here's this uh, hardcore band Let me ask you something. Send man. it back over the. Now the, that we have access to everything, okay, yeah. we can pull it up on a whim, no matter what. But back in those tape training days, I felt like every little song, every little thing that I heard meant so much more to me. Absolutely. Because now. It's all right there. Yeah. Where do you even start? Yeah. It's like there's too much. I mean, okay, just fine. go down the Circle Jerks catalog and go. Where do I start? And 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 just how do I what and where? But when you heard, like, I, I'll never forget getting. Uh, uh, oh shit! What was that? Uh, rain and blood. We did that on the show. When I got rain and blood on a tape, that's when I decided to go out and check it out and buy it and all that shit. Yeah, dude. That meant so much. I mean, I was like the most excited little Mike that I'd ever been at that point. The most excited little Mike. I mean, Mike got excited a lot, you know. But I'm just saying, when I would hear a band on those... And the the, the tape quality was shitty, too. It was yeah. terrible. You had those... Oh, yeah. You know, you know, like fourth generation dubbed. And some of them weren't even, like, dubbed in a dual cassette. Some of them were like, we put two boom boxes up to each other, played one and recorded on oh, the God. other. Yeah. Forget about it when it was double... Uh, Yeah, I mean, that was a luxury. That was a luxury, man. No, we're talking. The guy must be rich. It's like 1983. (laughs) Look at this guy. He's got double cassette players. Oh, who does he think he is? Donald Trump? Lol. I give this a buy. I give it a high buy. man. I, I, I think it's a good album, but it's not one no. of my favorites. I, I, what are your favorites? I, some of my favorite albums: Harmony Corrupts. Okay, you're right. I love Utopia Banished, and I love Utilitarian. I think that's a fantastic album. Okay, this, go. this is a very solid album. I give it a buy. Here's the thing, here, though. Okay, so it's now 2016, and these guys got to be in their fifties, right? I haven't. Remember when we went to Iron Maiden? You saw Bruce Dickinson running around with the Union Jack and all that energy. This is one of the highest energy shows that I've seen in forever. I went and saw Holy Grail this week too. In the last couple of weeks, right? They put on a great show, but they didn't touch the energy of these guys, man. I mean, and they're young dudes. They're young, handsome guys, right? And and the, but these that that but that's the thing about like a band like uh, Napalm Death is they've lived for it since they were twenty years old. Right and they'll die doing it they haven't changed they haven't done anything it's just this is what we've done let's call them the acdc of grindcore (laughs) and 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 good on them they're selling more records now than they've ever sold in their career so that's fantastic that they're like hey whatever you guys are doing with your digital downloading or whatever (laughs) fucking keep doing it because it uh, doesn't matter to us because we're we're in salt lake we're feeling it from the motherland we're finally making some money. But I have to admit to you, though, and I'll tell you what, their sh- I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, I feel like a bands put on shows and then they perform the way that's natural to them. Yeah. And the way that was natural to Napalm Death this last Friday just hit a mother effing bone with me. Just get they up were, there and fucking go. It was energy. He was sweat. He didn't give a F. But in between yeah. songs. He was nice. He was cool. He was totally engaging the crowd. Yeah. And making us laugh, making us do whatever. I loved it, man. All of them. Yeah. I was even screaming to the drummer going, How do you even do that, dude? Yeah. I'm like, you F brutal. And, and, and then Barney goes, oh no, uh no, and he was about to get going. He goes, Oh no, just wait a minute. You gotta keep talking to the drummer and whatever. And I'm just like, yeah. oh yeah. I'll t- you rule. That's all I said. Now you can get back to it. He just went back to it. It was, I mean, it was so much fun, man. Fucking nice English boys. I'm just saying. That do the they do have music. the manners, the most brutal musics. Yeah. I loved it, man. I'll tell you what, this album was great. I started listening to this album before I saw the show. I've been going through the catalog the last couple of weeks, but seeing them live was the cherry on top. Yeah, yeah, loved it. My favorite songs: "How the Years condemn oh, Stubborn yeah. stain sure. Smash a single digit. The first Apex "Predator." I like that industrial breakoff in the beginning. Okay, all right. Yeah. They've always kind of tinkered with that, yeah, uh, you I know, know that. with uh, Godflesh and whatnot. They're all friends and whatnot. I do give it a buy, but it's not my favorite. Oh, sure. But it's it's a solid album. I'll I tell you. It. I'll tell you what I um. it's not like I've been, Luke, I've always liked Napalm. Okay. I've always liked him, but seeing it, this is the first time I saw him live. And I feel like just remembering that, remembering that experience and kind of being, having felt that listening to this album, listening to their older albums, really just jacked it up another notch for right, me, man. Yeah, they just, and, they, and they really do go full And they played force. at the shittiest place. I mean, it was a tiny little club. Yeah. It was packed to the – I mean, you couldn't even go to the bar and get a beer without having to mosh somebody which, out of the way. Which is nice, but I think they could have, you know – They I mean, should have played like – As I far said, as Napalm's concerned, you could have bumped that club up. Well, we could have made a couple more dollars. Plus, Napalm and, and gosh dang uh, Melvin's – Oh, I can't remember. Uh, there was something called Melt Banana. The very beginning It was a Japanese band. It was in- oh yeah. It was, it was okay. I didn't really love it, but I'll tell you what. Melvin's come out. Mike's jizzing all over. Napalm comes out. It's like oh, I didn't know I had it in me. Two more times. Two more jizzes. <laughs> I'm just saying. Three in one Two night. Two more. J- if my age one- is pretty good, it's geez, pretty Jack good. Tripper. <laughs> well, I got some trivia. Do you want some? Of course, I want some. All right, let's get some. All right, this trivia is called, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but these are the best witch movies of all time. Oh, okay, okay, cool, right. cool, 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 okay. According to ScreenRant.com, these five okay. witch movies are on their top 13. This is not technically their one two, three, Three, four, four, five. They're just on there. It's on that list of 13. Are you ready? Absolutely. Can you take this? I can. Can you handle this? I hope so. I'm going to try my hardest. Nowadays, this film is mostly interesting because it was made by the legendary zombie horror filmmaker, George A. Romero. It is a horror movie about a suburban housewife, Joan who is married to an abusive husband, Jack. After Joan meets Marion, a new neighbor who practices witchcraft, she begins to cast spells herself to attract attention of her daughter's lover, Greg. But then Joan begins to have frightening nightmares. Mm, That's always a bad side effect. What is that? It must be the season of the witch.
1: Turn up the radio!
2: I think you're you're going to do pretty good on this quiz, but I I want to take it easy on you. So far, so good. I don't always want to be a bastard. No, I I feel like you're rarely a bastard, but every once in a while, the bastard comes out. All right, here we go. In this film, the writer-director tackles witchery and Satanism in a story about Heidi a recovering drug addict working as a DJ at a radio station. One day, she receives a musical record by a band that puts its listeners into a trance and gives them disturbing visions. As is often the case with movies about witches, all this is part of the complicated plan to usher in the end of the world. What is it? The Lords of Mother F and Salem turn up the radio Who's that? Sherry Moon's zombie. zombie. By the way, I was just talking about that today. With her sweet ass laying on the blankets. And you could see her whole ass. It was fantastic. Right. I I love to look at Sherry Moon's ass. I'm sorry. Sue me. If she's in a secret porno video. Do you watch it? If Rob Zombie's not in it, I feel like that's just too much. If it's Rob's, if it's a leaked video, hacked video uh-huh. of Rob Zombie banging away, going, I'm not gonna yeah, lie to you. I just lied to you. Yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll watch it. I'm watching. I'll I'm watch, watching I'm every sorry. frame. I watch Hulk Hogan's video. I was like, <laughs> Ew, you really. Do- He's like, and he's talking about how much mediate. By the way, he's like, I ate so much fucking meat today. I was like, oh my god. So how how is uh, Hulk Hogan hung? How is he doing? Well, it doesn't really show. It's oh, not that's that. too bad. It's like on a table in the back. Oh, that's too bad. But he's it? like, he porking on the lady, right? Yeah. And then he just gets up and goes, oh fuck, I ate so much meat today.
1: I'm like, <laughs> oh. I feel like
2: that's what every lady want to hear when you get done having sex with her. Yeah, he's like burping and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that fucking pastrami's coming up on me. He's like, ah, hey. for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, Holganator. What's his name? Hulk, the, hoekster. Oh, yeah, the hoekster. Oh Did you call him Holgenator? Holgenator. That's fantastic. Call him Holganator. I'll call him that for now on. Hashtag Holganator. No, love him. Terry. All right, number his three. His name's Terry. Terry. Terry what? Terry Longsteins. Terry, I hope it's Longsteins because he's tall as shit he Terry, was my childhood aisle. It's like Terry Green or something. Yeah, it's like something boring. It's, it's not it? Hulk Hogan. I'm know. asking you the question. Well, okay. is this... Terry... A, can I Google this one? Terry Feinstein. Okay, hold on. I'm, I'm going to Google this. It's got to be something. He's like, I'm a huge man. Hulk Hogan's man. real name. I'm a huge man, but my name is weird. Like my, my real name's Terry... Terry Taintberger. <laughs> okay. We're, no, we're doing... Entertain the people. Terry... I'm getting a call It's a great <laughs> ringtone You Get it on there Let's get on the shelf. Terry Gene Bolea. Oh Yeah Less than impressive Okay well It's no Hulk Hogan for sure I love that ringtone That's why I never answer my phone <laughs> I like to listen to the whole song You're like Mr. Miyagi is teaching me karate right now I love to listen to that whole ringtone Awesome right? Number three, this horror comedy follows Jose and Tony, a hapless pair of robbers who, while on the run from the police, end up in a village of witches. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Once a site of the largest witch trials in the history of Spain, the village of Zagarumardi is still Zod- populated oh, yeah, yeah. by witches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Led by dangerous yet sexy. Eva, The bestest sexiest. The cult of witches plans to sacrifice the robbers to their goddess in order to bring in the end of the world. By the way, that goddess has the hairiest bush I've ever seen on CG. It's the end of the world yes, as they know, know it. it. How do you feel? I feel fine. Witching and bitching. Turn up the radio. You know a lot about witches. I'm going to like go ahead witches. and say, A, you yeah. know a lot about witches. Okay. B, you know a lot about witch movies. And I know a lot about witch movies with witches in them that have giant hairy bushes. And that's C. Oh, that's Harry D bush or some with witches. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Number four, a gothic horror film by the cult horror. Oh, what did I? Did I cut something out? Ah. A gothic horror film. Maybe I did. Hold on. I got to calculate this. Okay. A gothic horror film about a beautiful witch who gets burned at the stake only to return centuries later to exact revenge on the descendants of her murderers. Oh, yeah. Morbid and gruesome, this film was banned in Great Britain Britain, uh, for years due to its depiction of violence huh. in scenes like the one where the metal mask is being nailed into the witch's face. You don't say, you know what that is. Black Sunday. Turn up the radio. Now, extra point. If you can guess how many times black Sunday has made it in 173 episodes of this show as a trivia question. 12 i have no idea fuck that no oh, you lose okay four lose. times oh no shit okay Black cool. sunday has been the answer four times oh cool how do you know that because i go back and i work on shit oh you're a very I studious do these, man i gotta do this goddamn trivia you ain't every nothing week, around there you son of a bitch okay don't all right go. i feel like so you won sure i'm four and so I'm... here's number five let's go let's do it for the fans let's do it for the people that listen mm-hmm. why would you listen okay It's a disturbingly surreal horror about an American student discovering that the school she attends is a mere front for the coven of witches. She arrives to a dance academy in Germany, only to be confronted with a series of grisly events and gruesome murders. When Susie meets psychologist, Dr. Frank Mandel, she learns the dark truth. (laughs) About the Academy. <laughs> is that it? Is that all I got? What is it? That's all I need. Susperia, Turn up the radio. I feel good about myself. Thank you for that ego boost. That's a, that's a straight fiber. I got, I was, I was all five on. Five out of five? You're yeah. feeling alive. I've, number five is alive right there. Five out of five, you're feeling alive. Do you know what else is alive right now? The Witch Trials in 1630. Yeah. Let's go ahead and play a trailer for a movie called The Witch mm. in 2015. Here you go.
1: What went we out into this wilderness to find? Leaving our country, kindred,
2: our father's houses. For what? For the kingdom of
1: God. Let us pray.
5: this family.
1: Let us leave the
2: port. All right, everybody, we're back. You just heard the trailer for Vavitch. Mm-hmm. The Vavitch. Or, in modern times, it's called The Witch. Uh, I don't know what the spelling, what is that? Some kind of ancient English spelling? Well, it, it harkens back to a time that I don't really know about. Did you say harkens? It harkens back that to a rules, t- dude. Good. good well, you. well, yeah, I said harkens. Fantastic. Uh, it does harken back to a time where um, they didn't use W's but two V's together. By the way, I feel like this whole movie harkens back I, to that time. I absolutely think that the year this movie came out, twenty fifteen. Like I said, it didn't get a uh, a wide release until twenty sixteen. Aha! Oh. But what year is it supposed to be set in? Sixteen thirty. Oh. Okay. I do my research, mother All right. All right. You know, by the way, I feel like I'm doing I a good I job. I thought I had you there, but. I feel like I'm doing a good job at not saying the F word or the GD word or anything tonight so far. I feel right. like I'm doing pretty good. I, I'm going to go ahead and say you've done a solid job because awesome. I do not recollect a time where you've. You've, uh, I'm trying hard, spit man. Out fuck, what, if, what if my, or, what if my dad listens to this 20 years in the future on his dying death, but he doesn't want to hear me say GD or he that's apple? what, that's what he wants to hear on his time. Di- Just give me an episode of fucking Mike talking. <sighs> no, no, I promise. That's, I he doesn't go even to want sw- to go and see sweet Jesus in heaven. Do you remember that time when Brad, Pitt, when Brad Pitt on the interview with the vampire, he finally became a vampire from, uh, Tom Cruise. And then he looked up at that statue at the grave, and the statue was so disappointed, she closed her eyes and shed a tear. That's how my dad's going to die if he ever listens to this shit. Really? Yes. He'll just go, my life has been ruined by Mike's voice. I'll close my eyes, shed a tear, and then die. Or maybe he hears my voice and he goes, what is that sweet timber that sends me to the angels? Promise. That ain't ain't what he's thinking. He's going to be disappointed. See, he'll be he'll and look I at say, me his last words I be, say Michael Cadaver Senior you're okay <laughs> go 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 with the angels I feel like all he's gonna look, he's gonna look at me they're tickling the right, your say, ball sack right now who? go with them do you think angels do that because I'm gonna become a Christian straight up if they tickle they're your balls they're tickling your ball sack and poking your asshole oh soon you'll be coming well then why am I not more righteous soon, soon you'll be coming why Jesus am I not more righteous right now no time Tickling in no and time. butts and in stuff? Less oh than my a gosh. Minute. How much do you got left? 60 seconds. You'll be combing Jesus' hair any minute. Michael Cadaver G- Sr. Sr. Paul. Bless you. Bless my middle you. name is Paul. Paul. His name is Paul. I was named after Paul Cadaver. Paul Cadaver Sr. Welcome to heaven. Here's I hope, your giant comb. I hope comb. his butts uh-huh. and balls get tickled. Here's your so. giant comb. <laughs> 1,000.
3: Stand in line. <laughs>
2: The line right now, the estimated waiting time is 20,000 years. And if you're lucky, you can get next to him to comb his And strands. just so you know, try to steal a hair, put it in your pocket because that shit goes for bank in heaven. It goes for so many G Dang Tubmans up in heaven. 10 Tubmans. Ten. I'm going to say 10. 10 Tubmans? Do you know how much money that is? Let's see I if got you can do one math. string of Jesus hair. What's that? Ten Tubmans. We got ten Tubmans over here. <laughs> He's got a strand of Jesus over here. It's a barter system going on. In- <laughs> all I'm saying is it's all about the Tubmans, and it's all about Jesus hair, which equal Tubmans. Yeah. Thank you, for, by the fucking way, for saying tubbies, Tubmans, Some bro. <laughs> some fucking tubs. All right. IMDb gives this movie a 7.0, written and directed by a guy Whose mother-effing name I did not even write down. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Pick hold, a name, then. Hold, no, I'm... Say... Entertain the folks. Entertain let's the say folks. Arthur Fonzarelli. Oh, dude, I wish. How okay. great is that guy? Oh, he's a... He, who can rock a white t-shirt and a leather jacket? How God, gra- I guess I should have said, how great is that guy in 1977? Oh, yeah, he's, he's weird now. He's in, like, Adam Sandler movies and shit. It was written and directed by a guy named Robert Egg- Eggers. Uh-huh. Eggers, not to be confused with Nicole Eggert, who by the way in the 90s was the most beautiful Hot. woman ever. On the cover of Sugar Ray's album. Is that her? Yeah. No. Yeah. She got kind of chunky and older but and was also in a dirty sexy movie. We talked about on like episode 8. Oh 80. yeah, that was uh Oh yeah, that was a witch Both one. Both the Corey's. Both the Corey's. Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. No. <laughs> Corey Haim, Corey Feldman. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What did and Nicole, Nicole Eggert was in there. I'm not going to like Making love to both of them. Nicole and Eggert, as she looks right now, I would still. She's a hot yoga mom. So you love the yoga mom. I do, man. I, there's something very attractive about a, a woman in her 40s that's like taking care of it. She's in the yoga pants. She's got like four kids. Do you know what happened to me the other day? And this no. is no lie. I'm sitting on a yoga ball. In some, what I'm you're sit- sitting on a yoga. ball? At, at somebody's house. There was the 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 couch was full. I'm sitting on a yoga ball, and I put on. This is when we did. You uh, almost felt like your abs doing something. no, I like was feeling like I'm out. doing for myself. I'm drinking some beer, so I got to work off these calories somehow, right? So I did that. I'm sitting on the yoga ball, and we're doing we're playing the YouTube music game, right? and so it was my turn so you know what I put on that's when we were doing all hail the yeti and I put on suicide woods some lady came in with some a asshole kn- were you gonna say asshole no I was gonna say some the b word and I don't say the b word some B-word. bitch no I don't say that but some banana she came in and she's like what is this noise she had a kitchen knife and she was threatening to stab the yoga ball I was sitting on no shit dude her name was Melissa Jeez, that sounds like a downer. No, of course it was a downer. Sounds so I, like a Debbie I'm downer. I'm trying to enjoy the mother effing video, man. Get off, yeah. get off my back. Anyway, what are you talking about? Uh, whatever that guy's name, I said he has three directing credits, three writing credits for all the same films. Uh, the only things he's ever done is two shorts and then Vavich. He knew pretty solid. Fucking go at it for uh, a first shot movie. It was starred Anya Taylor Joy as our main character, right? Ralph, innocent as William, the father. By the way, yeah, that dude's voice is like what? Oh, that mother effer, dude. Like your asshole, tighten up! Like, oh, this dude's fucking coming at me. With uh, the- why isn't he like like a narrating car commercials? Why isn't shit? he on fucking Game of Thrones doing something? No shit. Why is he not? Maybe he is actually. I don't know. I don't know if we he to is. We should check or not, that but out. But I, he feels. He looks like he fits the part. Entertain him. I'm gonna take a chop. Yeah, he could be. He could be doing something like fucking cut that little midget's head off. At some no, point. we don't want the midget's head. I off. like Tyrion, but yeah, he's a rule. He rules. Well, how By the way, how, I'm getting. So I'm distracted. right up to the moment. I'm. I'm right. Are you up new? To the moment. I, so yeah. you saw the last one? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. I did too. I jerked off right after it because it was like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, sorry. It also really. <laughs> No. For that? <laughs> kind of. I'm so happy about that. I I was like, okay, whatever. Winter's coming. Yeah. I just want somebody to say that again. I'm not giving I you do a- have to say the Red Queen or the Red Demon has the best breasts. By in. the way, do you know what I like about her? Is She's my age. And she's she got, has beautiful. She's breasts. got the best breasts, if they're hers. Because oh no, you remember you remember though. Oh no, I know you're talking because about the the lady who was the like red, the Shame Walk, the Red Wiz. Whis- yeah, yeah, that's it, fake. that was her fate. Yeah, but you know, you knew who had the best body was that uh, red-headed hooker. Yeah, yeah, she was beautiful too. That was on the truck heading out of yes. town. See, yeah, all right, fucking. And uh, she showed her. Yeah. She pulled it up. So one more look, boys. And I'm like, yeah, oh boy yeah she did oh boy all right what are we talking about right i now? did say wow those are hot tits <laughs> <coughs> by the way speaking of game of thrones it also i have starred- to squeeze my penis in my pants right now well because you are don't have tits. to you like to and you're always doing it i see what you do in your filthy hands uh-huh. it also starred katie kate dickie is Catherine. by the way she breastfed a baby in this movie okay fine she's the mom in this movie right she breastfed a baby for a little while, but at least it wasn't a 13-year-old kid that she breastfed in Game of Thrones. Yeah. The same chick. Yeah. Her boob was out. She's breastfeeding a 13-year-old. Yeah. she. I feel like it's like the role calls for breastfeeding. Maybe we should call up Kate Dickey. Yeah, she's got a kind of a dirty face for that, huh? Oh, like so bad, but like she, I mean, like breastfeeding in like. But 18, the thing 16. is, is I feel like she's just like, she's like, oh, I'll whip him out. I feel like she's known for her breastfeeding like abilities, and she's got like an evil look on her face. Well, like if the Crip Keeper had skin. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw me into a coughing fit, right? If the Crypt Keeper actually had skin on his face, it would be her. Yes. Yeah. She's not a pretty lady. Yeah. Those tits come out and they produce milk. So what are you going to do? Feed the child. That's what I'm saying. It also uh, uh, start Harvey Scrimshaw, an obviously British name, as Caleb. It's Caleb. Ellie Granger is Mercy. Lucian. Sorry. Lucas Dawson is Jonas and a bunch of other. Oh, and. Bathsheba Garnett is the witch. Oh, yeah. yeah Alright. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Maybe she... Uh, okay, well, maybe she, she yummy sometime, maybe sometime not. Anyhow, let's go down to the plot, shall we? Should, we? should we go into this? The year is 1630. A man named William is excommunicated from a Puritan Christian plantation in New England alongside his family, his wife Catherine, his daughter Thomson, his son Caleb... And the fraternal twins Mercy and Jonas, you know what his crime was, man? Prideful conceit. He was too prideful. They shamed him. They kicked him out of the village. Right. That's what they did. Exiled. The family builds a farm by a large forest that Jesus provided for them. Right. Would okay. You, would yeah. you say yes or yeah, no? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, if there was ever a farm that Jesus provides, it's this one. Straight up. After several months, Catherine gives birth to her fifth child, Sam. Samuel. One day, while Thomason plays with Sammy, the baby vanishes. A witch in the woods is revealed to have stolen the baby, after which she kills him and uses his blood and fat to make an ointment, which she rubs right. all over herself. Dude. What? That smashing sound. Terrible. You're like, what? It's a baby. That was my problem. It's like, holy shit. What do we, I have ears and I have feelings. Don't do that to me. Mashy, mashy. It's like a nice caviar. <laughs> uh, that was, I, I'm saying. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into that shit later. Okay. Yeah. Catherine is Davis. Uh, of course, the mother is devastated by Samuel's disappearance, spends her days crying and praying to our Lord and Savior. Right while hunting for food Caleb Caleb the son confronts William about his fate of the of Samuel and by the way this is one of my favorite scenes of the whole thing so we got a dad and we got a son going out and Caleb is distressed he's like he was never baptized father is he going to hell father and all this stuff that little kid made me like feel yeah, feelings yeah it was weird as shit man i hated it I'm i hate just wondering. all right he, but he's genuinely scared, man. Yeah. He's genuinely scared for Samuels. And I feel like he was scared for Samuel, but he was also scared for himself. Absolutely. Because these guys are Puritans. They are true believers. Yeah. Would you say yes? You do no? you 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 don't ever ask a question unless you got you're worried about your own concern. Oh, dude. Father! Is he going to die? He's He's gone to hell, hasn't he? Dude, wasn't that a weird Fargin scene? Yeah. Did you notice how I stopped myself right there, by the way? The Fargin. The, f- the Fargin, fargin scene. scene. No, I'm just saying that was... I, that, uh, that, and how about the dad? Tr- trying to break that up, going, well, come on. I can't see. I'm not the Lord. Yeah. You, you know, what else? You know? All I'm saying is intense, and, and a, maybe a point that wasn't the most intense scene, but that little kid, man, he really... Yeah. Was, I feel like maybe it's because they have boys that's kind of that age or whatever. It's father yeah, it really and son, got to me, man. it's out in the woods, you're hunting, <laughs> sure. you're doing this, you're trying to, you know, do whatever. And it's like, well, the son's gone, well, we've done, because the father says, we're done looking for him, we're not going to find him, he's yeah. gone, yeah, we're I done. Did. And he's like, well, then he's dead, and he's-
1: uh, and He's going I'll, to hell, he's daddy. going to
2: hell. Is he going to hell, father? And he says, I can't answer that. You know what? Good for him for being honest and being like, no, he's going in there, and he's going to be combing Jesus' hair. Yeah. He's going to at least have 5,000 Tubmans. He's going to have like 10. Because, it, because if you're a baby, you go straight up to the first of the fudge in line, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I feel like if you're Unless a Unless you're a Christ, uh, Catholic, right? Because oh, no. You go ca- into no, the, Catholics uh, get dropped. Sorry, GP, but Catholics are in a whole different heaven. You go into the, oh. They're in a whole different, different heaven. Yeah, they're in the, like the fake heaven. Okay. Okay. I just said that to troll GP. I'll be straight. Wasn't up it on the, that. like that what do they call that? The uh the purgatory? Babies um, go into purgatory yeah, until But I feel like it's all fake for them purgatory. But then the Pope in the nineties said, No, there's no such thing. Or was it Francis that came out and said there's no such thing as purgatory? By the way, the only they all go to heaven. The, the only dirty. Pope I only like was Benedict for obvious reasons. Dude, he was dirty. He was he was. A, he was the meanest, right? He's like, I'm out. Boom. <laughs> Mic See, drop. See ya. Fuck that. Boom. I like Francis. I feel like he was the, what's that white rapper guy name? Eminem. He was the Eminem of Popes. Or Snow. Which one? Info- or Vanilla. No, he was or the. Or I mean, uh, or, uh, uh, Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice. No, he was the Eminem of Popes. I feel like he was the Eminem of Popes. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's, yeah. The right. Eminem of Popes, by the way, trademarked that shit. Because that's funny to me. The Eminem of Popes? The Eminem of Popes. The Eminem of Popes. Dot com. Dot com go there and and <coughs> see all the dick pics from this and it's only gonna be my dick pics so i'm gonna use a wide-angle lens oh shit because that's he's already laying me... that out he's already said it's only gonna be his it's only mine you see it from every okay what am i doing right now holy shit why don't we get back to the this movie dude now? likes to party i do like to party what are you gonna do okay so back at the ranch right Um right we got the mom. We got the two creepiest ass little twins, right? And by the way, that they, little girl was like, did they not look like the, the, we represent the lollipop? lollipop? Yes. You know? And not because, just because the way she moved she wasn't a midget. I don't know if she was a midget. She wasn't one. a midget, but yes, she had that characteristic about it. Yeah, I was like, I was that, like and that made it extra creepy. She goes, you're a witch. I was like, oh my God, you're creepy. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I hope you die. But the, you know what the thing is, is life is hard in those times, man. Life is a series of bitter disappointments. They got kids dying. Their crops aren't growing. Man, the winter is coming and you have to
1: have you, know, you can't you the, can't
2: say it like that. You got to say, winter is coming. No, but you got to say, they're in the middle of the woods. They're shunned from the town. Yes. They need to come up with as much food as they can possibly get before winter comes so they can survive. Sure. And, and they, it turns out to be black kernels. Yeah. It's corn. Black kernels. Nobody like black kernels. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Where are you going with that? No, no I, I don't. I, like no, I Sanders. I, I was hoping you would take that and go with it, but I'm just like, it's probably better that you didn't. Anyhow, let's get back to the story, okay? Uh, they have a goat on this plantation called Black Phillip. Maybe... The greatest goat in any movie of all time. The greatest goat. Name Black Philip, no doubt. This goat, he was a hedonist. Yeah. He talked to the children. He told the children about all sorts of weird shit that's going on. You exactly. Know what? Black Philip told me that your sister's a witch. Yeah. All this stuff, man. Creepiness. What a what a badass goat, right? Anyway. So, okay, where where am I? Where am I? Where am I? Okay, okay, okay. Creepy okay. goat. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm just going to freestyle this because I'm totally lost my notes. So basically, what goes on is this family's trying to survive, right? They're there. But the thing is, is there some supernatural power out there? We see that Caleb- Or is it? You don't know for well, a while. Listen, you just don't know. We notice like, that Caleb is becoming a man. He's starting to look at the, his sister's
1: um, exposed breast, breasts.
2: Uh, cl- not cleavage. Because they're too little. They're they're too little, so he's just looking through the. But you know that the feeling is there. You know that that. We've all been there, gentlemen. We've all been there, right? But he's so basically. But you know what happens? A little bit later on, there's a beautiful woman that he runs into in the woods. Yeah. The most gorgeous woman ever. And she's like, Caleb, come to me. Look at those juicy boys. And you know what he does? He knows he's not supposed to do it. Well, you know what? That's what you do. You his, go right in. What, what, for him. what do you call that? You know the water stick? How it like takes you? His ding dong was the his water, water stick. stick. Well, you know, you know, you're in a forest and you have like this magical water stick and you got to follow it to find water.
1: Oh, do you even you know what I'm the, talking about?
2: Those those uh, those tender sticks where you find oil? No, I feel like what I feel are they like, called? Those uh, mesmerizer sticks? <laughs> no, I don't see. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about, right? But my point is. Is his little water stick was even though he he knew it was was a rock? Oh, I get you. His little water stick was was hard as a rock. Was was hearkening him. I used your word, by the way. Was hearkening hearkening him. Hearkening to go to 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 the beautiful witch. And she had nice breasts. Until they embraced. And then she had old witch end. And then she sucked his
3: soul out.
2: He comes home. They find him. He comes home. The dude is sick as shit, right? We got all this shit going on. Dad's freaking out. Mom is going crazy. First of all, because Sam is dead. And she is like, Father, you've doomed us out here. We need to go back to the plantation. By my, my my accent is the, is the worst. I'll just say that right now. I'll say that too. So we got all this shit going on, right? Caleb, though, he comes back. And in my opinion, has one of the weirdest, most uncomfortable scenes that I've ever seen in a movie. All right. The one where he freaks out and he's like, Jesus kiss yeah. me on the lips and cover me with your glory he's dying he's yeah. sick he's dying they, they his family's thinking he's bewitched they're they're praying over him they're praying they're praying all of a sudden we think he's okay he calls out to Jesus yeah but guess what happens he dies yeah and in the that was one of the hardest scenes for me to watch in any movie ever. But did you see how he floated up? Yeah, dude. He dude. floated up, and he's like, "Oh, here I am." And then he went back down, and then, then he passed died. away. But wasn't that weird? So when he's was like, that Jesus that oh, took no, him I, away? I don't know, man. I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not making any claims right now. But wasn't that the most was uncomfortable that the scene the, you've the, ever seen? Yeah. When well, he was like, "Kiss me, Jesus," and he touched yeah. his lips, and it's just like, "Oh, wow." He's a great actor, dude. Kid
1: kids kid that
2: scene that scene in the scene where he was pleading with his dad to give him some like hope for his his brother's death yeah two of the most intense scenes that i've ever seen in the movie yeah. that kid killed it man yeah i'm serious that kid killed it. <clears throat> well basically what happens is okay so the problem is we got the older sister she goes out with sam sam ends up dead she goes out with uh older brother older brother ends up dead we're starting and the little twins are like she's a witch black philip told me she's a witch right so the parents even start to like f- try to you know they start to suspect yeah that it's maybe Thomas. she's a witch yeah all i'm saying is maybe that's true maybe that's not maybe it is maybe it isn't so what they do is they 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 put all the kids in a barn they nail them in with black philip mm-hmm. by the way black philip i feel like that should be a band or at least a song name right yeah. Black Phillip. I'm sure there's about 85,000 well, bands that are already. Now there is, yeah. The song's called Black Phillip. <laughs> you may have seen that movie, The Witch. <laughs> no, no, the, the, the Witch. Whatever. All I'm saying is this. There I'm might not, be a Die Thrice song in there. I was going to say oh, there man. may or may not be. But when I say may not, I mean may. Here's the thing. I'm going to finish this up. Basically, we have all these Puritans out there. And you know what? I feel like the thing about this movie that really got to me is, first of all, the atmosphere. Yeah. The 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 costumes, the the their it's plantation. Slow. It's slow to go. Very slow. It's slow Very to roll. Slow. But I love it. All I'm saying is this, dude, the way they spoke was very intriguing to me. It was like, I mean, I almost had to like sit up and perk up because it's like, I don't know what this shit they're saying unless I'm really listening hard. Right. But if you, if you know, after 10 minutes of it, you're like, okay, I get it. I I understand where they're going. But the way they talked, it was so intriguing to me, man. It was, I I mean, I don't Okay. So basically this movie is supposedly based on writings of how they spoke at the time. I don't know if that's true or not, but it was, it was different enough for me to go. and It was consistent too. It's not like they, went out of their accents and back in. No, it was very consistent. It was very kind of odd. It was beautiful yeah. to me, man. I'll tell you what, the rest of the movie is all this shit's paranoia. There's Black Phillip. There's the two midget kids. I don't want to give it away, obviously. Yeah, you right. can't. No, it's, sure. It, it, it's, it's very slow. Yeah. But, and it's very slow. ominous and creepy all it, the, the way through. The soundtrack, by the way, ruled. Yeah. Because, yes, it was slow, but I feel like the soundtrack... Really moved it along, kept yeah. you kind of engaged. Anyways, so Shane, what'd you think? I give it an absolute high buy. Awesome. I enjoyed the shit out of it. I watched it twice. No shit. Yeah, I, I just, I thought it was great. So I got a lot of notes. Oh, like a my ton of heavens. Notes. Okay, let's talk about characters for a minute. I feel like the father was perfectly cast. I said cast because I'm going British all of a sudden. He, he had the deep voice. He had the look of like a grizzled, like a man who was and it lived wasn't out there. Some, a bunch of assholes that, you know, that you're like, Oh, there. no, it's like some people. Okay. That's the, people. I believe that this guy actually lived at this time. Yeah. Actually was grizzled because life was hard at that time. Right. And he looked perfect for it. He was pious. He was humble. Like I said, a worm, a worn face from years of toil, but he was always in a relentless pursuit of righteousness. Yeah, was he not? Yeah, he never wavered. He just—I was—I mean, I'm just watching this movie, going, "Oh my gosh, this guy ruled." I don't think they could have picked a better dude for this. But guy. he was also pretty solid about his, it. like, "Hey, let's not fucking jump to conclusions." Grecia! Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like, hey, because, you know. Well, because, shit that because the mom that. was going crazy. Yeah, the mom's going, dad, she's the, hey. Oh, yeah, dude. No, we don't know. He, I loved it. He was the perfect, I feel like he was the perfect guy for that. Um, uh, The mother, the the breastfeeding star, I think she did a perfect job portraying a woman who's on the brink of going insane. Yeah. And we've seen her in Game of Thrones. She's insane in Game of Thrones. And, there, and I, I won't give anything away but there is a bit about the book and she has like this moment with where she has this thing that happens. It's called, it's like the book. Have you seen the book? Here's the book. Right. Oh yeah, dude. And, and and I'm thinking maybe she goes, fuck that. And that's when crazy shit happens to her Uh where later on. Yes. Okay. Uh I like the book. Sure. Yeah. Dude. I'm saying so far, so good with the casting, and with the acting, okay? Right. Then we get to, uh, this, we already talked about the son, dude. The older son. That guy gave me, that was creepy. It made me feel uncomfortable. I hate feeling uncomfortable. He did it two times in the movie. Yeah. Especially that second time, dude. Ugh. Uh, the older daughter did a great job, too. All I'm saying is, even the two little kid twins were solid in this, man. It's like, they were creepy as shit. Yeah, the twin girl was like, oh. <laughs> she represented a lollipop guild, but she was the scary version of that. I really feel like it. I'm I was freaked out by her, man. Yeah. Black Philip ruled. Um, let's see, where are we going? Where are we going? Where are we going? Uh okay, blah, 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 blah. So I'm gonna go ahead and say one thing about the Corpse Collective video podcast, episode forty six, that we just did, talking about the Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. I am kind of a sucker for witch movies. I got five for five on your witch movies, right? I love them for some reason, especially that Eastern Salem, you know, East Coast type of shit. I love it. And this was right there in that wheelhouse. Right. And so it's like that was it was very easy for me to really get into this to the story and whatever. But I'll tell you what. It's like I did not care for the 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 Blair Witch 2. Right. I still watch it because it's got that. I feel like this movie took that did did right by it. You know? right sure okay and really it, it all i'm saying is i can't this was filmed in canada too it wasn't even there they did a great job listen i mean okay so maybe i don't know maybe they did a shitty job maybe this wasn't anything what it was like in 1630 i don't effing know but i'll tell you what they did a good enough job to make me believe it yeah it made me interested in the story i really love this movie let's see what else what other things what other things I got? so um, what are you giving it dude you give it a high buy. Before I even go into that, I'm going to say one thing. Remember the question of the episode. Did you ever see a movie or an album that you didn't care for the first time, but then you watched it again, and you're like, what's wrong with me, man? This So, moves. the last episode I said, you, you said, I saw this movie, I and I said, it. hey, let's do The Witch. I haven't seen it, uh-huh. and now you're saying. Well, okay. So, I watched it. Okay. So, we went to the movie theater. We had like 15 purse beers. <laughs> Okay, I was with a lady with the biggest purse, and she fit so many beers 15 in Fifteen purse beers. And I was beers, drinking Jesus them. I feel like I drink them all. And I feel like I just missed it because I, can't, I walked out of there going, man, I wish we would have watched Deadpool. I watched it this time, and I was enthralled. Right. Straight up from start to finish. Yeah. This movie, the second time, blew me away. I give it a really high buy. Yeah. I loved it. Man. High buy. The vernacular, the way they spoke, kept me interested. All the stuff going on. The, the the characters interacting, the kid, the boy, The slowness, the 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 bleakness <clears throat> of that 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 place that they're at where it's just like Oh yeah, dude. And they even have like day. the, what the do very you do? cold colors. They're very grayish, yeah, bluish. Very cold. It was I feel like that was perfection. What do you do in the morning? Did you get the did you get the goats to sleep? They kept saying that. Did you get the goats to what? go to sleep? You think our life is hard right now, man? Oh, I'm sorry, Mama. I'll go out there and get the goats to go to sleep. Do you think oh, that my, they ever had a chance jerk. to jerk off? No. You can't jerk off. Can that's what makes find... life worth living. Yeah. You can always find time, but <laughs> the goats are... <coughs> the goats are... <coughs> it's like... It's dark outside. Go out and... F- what are you doing? You didn't you didn't calm them down? No, dude. I love this movie the second time. It freaked Cream. me out a bit. Um, it wasn't like a, uh, uh, jump scare scary. It wasn't, as, it was no. the whole atmosphere. It was, I atmosphere. just, I got into it. I became, yeah. I feel like I became part of it because I didn't have 15 purse beers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I love you. You're just it, sitting dude. there going, man, I wouldn't fucking milk that fucking goat. Hell my no, life. no, my life is easy, man. I'm starting to feel like my life is easy after yeah. this shit. I'm glad. I give it a high buy. I'm glad you, liked it, it. I'm glad you liked it, man. I, cause I, like I said, the first time I said I, I was like, eh, it was okay. It was boring. Blah blah blah. But I watched it again. I'm just like, oh my gosh. That, by the way, this is my answer to the question for next episode, right there.
1: That's all rewatch. I got. Watch.
2: I'll rewatch this like again for sure. And I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'll rewatch it by showing people. I'll be like, watch this movie. Don't drink. Because you've got to be into it. Because when you drink, your mind goes out. If you're if you're going to do that,
1: <coughs> tell, way, so,
2: tell someone to watch the movie, but then hold onto their head the whole time so they can't turn it away from the screen. Oh, I, okay. so that'll be creepy and weird. Yeah. If you're like, hey, watch this movie. This corpse cast <laughs> approved. Approved! <laughs> so I'm going to hold onto your head. Oh, I feel like my arms would get tired. Yeah. That might be weird. That's all I got for this movie, man. I freaking loved it. That's so much got. good stuff. There's a lot of trivia. Go to IMDb. Go to the wiki page. Watch the G-dang movie. Would yeah. you please? Would you please? Yeah. Why don't we do this? Let's go over the let's let's remind people the question of the episode, um, which was this: Is there a horror movie or album that you were glad you gave a second chance to? Because maybe the first time you listened to it, it wasn't great. You didn't it didn't connect with you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bone foam. 385-351-9273 The number again is 385-351-9273 Shane, you got anything else for the folks? I'm done. Do you notice my voice is almost gone? Yeah. Alright, so for the Corpse Cast we'll catch you guys later. See ya!